What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Discovering Discographies podcast, where we talk about your favorite artists, albums, and all things music. I'm your host, Brandon Pulliam. And I'm your host, Trinity Branch. And without further ado, let's dive into today's topic. So today we're going to be discussing the stigma of black music versus white music and its effect on us growing up. This is a very personal and um, impassionate topic for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something I feel strongly about. For me, my definition of black music is music made by black artists. And sometimes I think we kind of forget artists who don't make music in the conventional black genres mm-hmm. are black at the end of the day. And so to kind of hear like their music not get categorized in, as black music just because it's not in the conventional black uh, music genres, it very disheartening. I've dealt with this from a young age, uh, definitely in like late elementary school, like early middle school. I was kind of like listening to just what whatever was hot on like YouTube and like trending. So a lot of times that was like Katy Perry, Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't really dive into like hip hop and R&B until like I got to middle school and I wanted to like fit in. So I kind of started listening to that music a lot more. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I do love it. I love it. But at the time, it was like still like very new to me. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, not really as new as I thought it was because a lot of the songs I had heard through like my brother and I just didn't know who they were by until I rediscovered them on my own. And I was like, oh, I, I used to like this song as a kid. So to kind of hear it again was really good. Uh, so like you said earlier, black music to me as well is the person that created it. I think of artists like Lizzo. Uh, give me some names. Give me some names. Uh-huh. Lizzo. <laughs> um, I can't even think of. It just flew out of my head like that. I would say Pink Panthers is one. Yes, Pink Panthers. People may not know who this is, but Morgan Reese. She's an alternative mm-hmm. pop artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's still kind of under wraps. Mm-hmm. But people kind of look over, uh-huh. you know, artists like that, and mm-hmm. they're like, no, that's that white people music. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Heard, yeah, I've yeah. heard so many people, they're like, no, that's not, it's mm-hmm. not black music. People have talked about Liz, and they're like, she doesn't make music for us. Mm-hmm. And then I, in my head, I'm like, what is us? You mm-hmm. know, like, she's a, a black woman singing about positivity and things like that. And, yeah, she she has in a pop format, but... She's still sharing her experiences as a black woman as well. It may not translate, you know, to us as black because it's not in a traditional black music format, but it's still black music because she's a black artist who is expressing herself through Mm -hmm. her music. And when I was a kid, I did face a lot of, I was like the butt of the joke Mm -hmm. because I listened to a lot of different music. And I remember I used to love Paramore, which a lot of people they are coming out about, you know, like yeah. Paramore now. Yeah, a lot of people love Paramore now. Yeah, but back then, I did not feel the effects of, you know, liking bands like Paramore and Panic at the Disco mm-hmm. and things like that. You know, I like Nickelback too, but that was yeah. kind of before my mm-hmm. time. But No, I like Nirvana too. <laughs> and yeah, so I like bands like that, especially like in middle school because, you know, you're like the cool, educated. And I mm-hmm. thought it would translate to everyone else. Yeah. But where I'm from... It's like if you don't fit in a certain mold, 
which for me was the black girl mode where you had to like R&B music and rap music and all that, which I did when I was with my friends. That was the only thing that I presented myself as liking. But it was like this whole other side that I really did enjoy, but I, I feel like I couldn't really express it. Yeah, I I definitely feel that. Um, when I was around like certain groups of friends and stuff, I kind of kind of hide like the white music that I or quote unquote white music that I like to listen to so I could fit in and I would listen to the black music that mm-hmm. and play it so I could say like, Oh, I listen to this too, just like y'all. Yeah, it was like we're trying to fit in mm-hmm. when we know we have other things that interest us. Like mm-hmm. we're trying to get in a box. Mm-hmm. And it's getting better now, you yeah. know, with the arise of social media like TikTok and things like that where people are sharing music on mm-hmm. different platforms. But it's still a conversation that needs to be had, especially with people who enjoy mm-hmm. different genres. Like, why would you want to stuff them mm-hmm. in a box when they can enjoy everything? Yeah, yeah. Um, another instance that I kind of had, like, an issue with that was in, like, eighth grade, I started getting into alternative music. So, like, Lana Del Rey lord halsey Mm -hmm. i think those are like the main ones i was getting into they weren't super popular in black spaces at the time Mm -hmm. some of them kind of are now but like at the at that point in time they weren't a lot of times like i said like in certain settings i would like hide that i'm listening to them in my like my headphones or whatever just so i could fit in with the rest of the crowd and I think it took till I got to high school to really understand it doesn't matter what I listen to. Like, as long as I like it, that's all that's important. And, you know, you're going to have people that where their music taste is a bit more close minded. And that's there's nothing wrong with that. Theoretically, mm-hmm. when your music taste is expansive, like like ours is, it adds a lot, it makes you a lot more well-rounded in my eyes. So. Yeah, we should embrace that. I mean, like you said earlier, mm-hmm. it's not wrong to have like a closed-minded taste in music, mm-hmm. but we shouldn't just make everybody be like that, mm-hmm. you know. If they have an expensive catalog of music, mm-hmm. let them let them cook, yes, <laughs> you know? Yes. And I remember an instance as well when Tyler, the creator, was coming mm-hmm. up, you know, he was, of course, he was popular, he was but not in the black space yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was more so for like, well, from what I experienced, the weird white nerdy kids. Like, and they, I remember the cool kids, the popular kids when I was in middle school. They'll be like, "What are you listening to?" And I'm like, "Tyler the Creator." It was Cherry Bomb. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I was listening to his album Cherry Bomb, and they're like, "What is this? What is this? Like, this is for the weird kids." And I'm like, Okay, well, why can't I like quote unquote weird kids music? You know, I, I mean, that's what I like, and I like so many more other things. But you know, when you have that one thing that sets you apart, it tends to get in the minds of people, and they can't forget it. Mm-hmm. But we should encourage it and encourage people to be different. Yeah, and music is one way to do that. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, even from the artistic standpoint, there are a lot of artists that are like called sellouts and stuff Mm -hmm. because their music isn't quote-unquote black enough which is probably a topic for another day but um you know like i think the most prominent example i can really think of right now is like whitney houston like during her run a lot of people kind of thought of her as a sellout because like her music wasn't 
black enough to the black audience. And yeah, we gotta get rid of that term black mm-hmm. enough because if you're black, you're black. That's how yeah. people see you mm-hmm. when you go out in public. Yeah. You're black. You're gonna experience the black experience. And music is one way that we express our black experience. It may sound different, you know, and it may look different, but it's still there's still black people and they're still creating music. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's traditionally black enough, they're they're doing their purpose. They're all trying to further the culture mm-hmm. in their own way, one way or another. Exactly. Now we are going to get into our segment, What's in Our Ear? Yes. So I've been listening to Kali Uchis, and I've been listening to Red Moon and Venus, and I did not know, you know, because this is my second time listening to the album, and I noticed that Omar was featured in a song. Oh, yeah, yeah, Omar Apollo. Yes. yes. And I was like, oh, snap, I wasn't expecting this, but it was very good. Mm-hmm. And I think my favorite song so far is probably I Wish You Roses. I, I really like that song. That one, that one was a good song. Mm-hmm. And the one with Don Tolliver. Yeah, that one's cool, Fancy. too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite is probably like Moral Conscious. Mm. That one was a good one. All right, so what I've kind of been bumping to lately is the new album by August Alsina titled mm. Myself. I just felt like it was very like w- introspective for him. It kind of gave new insight into like who he is. My favorite song on the album is the title track Myself. I like how he comes in. He's like, let me introduce myself and, you know, things like that. Because we ain't heard from him in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is very true. Mm-hmm. And then Weekdays is another good one. And, of course, uh, Party is another great one as well. So if you haven't checked it out, I would definitely check it out. It's it's only 10 songs, so it's kind of like a shorter listen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, check it out if you haven't. And then I've also been bumping to Endless Summer Vacation by Miley Cyrus. Mm. So um, I thought the album was very good, a nice follow-up to Plastic Hearts. Mm, and it was kind of like a kind of like a little goodbye love letter mm. to like her ex. So I think my favorite song still is Flowers. Kind of basic, but my next favorite is River, honestly. That one was good. And then Wonder Woman was another favorite of mine her vocal delivery on there is really good i heard a lot about that one i had to check that out yeah definitely well all right guys well that's it for today's podcast you can follow us at our instagrams mine is brandon is da da plug and mine is tnm branch with the e on the end all lowercase all right and just join us next time for the next episode of discovering discography